Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tellus, and this is a uh, a mobile dispatch. So excuse the audio quality. I'm recording this on January first. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> January twenty second, twenty sixteen, and um, just had a you know a, a thought. Every, every once in a while, you're gonna get one of these dispatches, uh, either from you know. Uh, this year or previous ones that I recorded and haven't posted yet so bear with the audio quality I'm recording right into my phone with a lapel mic um, and you know like I said before I've been looking for uh, I've been trying to buy a used find a used like either Tascam dr 5 or Zoom H1 or H2 or H whatever so until then this is going to have to suffice so anyway, uh, I was I was downstairs working out like I do every morning, and you know it's, this this morning was one of those mornings to where um, it wasn't that I, it was hard for me to, to work out. It was just once I got down there, I, I usually do like a stretch, and sometimes like while I'm stretching, my mind would just wander off just it's, it's hard to explain I mean it's early in the morning I get up at 3 to do my workout I get up at 3 you know I get caffeinated up and I usually start my workout no later than 3.30 sometimes later than 3.30 but usually not usually not later than 3.30 um, and some days if, if like on a weekday if I know you know if we have family plans and I know everybody's going to get up like earlier than, than normal um, I you know I get up at like two o'clock on the weekends and get my workout and especially if we're gonna go like you know do some do some sort of traveling or like a little in-state road trip or something so so my mind is um, you know some some days is, is better than others usually in the winter time like in the cold season it's it's harder to uh, to get into the groove just simply because I work out in the basement and it's cold as shit in the basement you know we don't we have vents but I don't have like a separate heater or down there in the basement so but today you know I was looking around I, I got into this this kind of funky area <laughs> when I uh, I was moving up moving some of the equipment out of the way that I uh, some of my uh, photo photo equipment that I had in the way from the previous date you know just doing like a little personal photo project and um, and so I got down to do, you know, I usually get into like child pose and uh, and like stretch a little bit. But then I just kind of like, I was like looking around and then I just kind of like went into this mode because I was looking at all my screens, you know, my screen printing screens, my uh, my uh, dryer that I use to dry shirts that I press. I was looking at my little tabletop studio setup. My reflect oh you know just looking around looking at my prints because you know I do test prints like uh, not not photo prints but screen prints uh, poster prints you know I was looking at some of those on the wall and I was just looking at all this little area looking at all my bins of t-shirts looking at the, the photo gear and I was just like I've, 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 you know I'm, I do I'm into a lot of shit you know what I mean and, and 
especially since I'm not where I want to be in any area, even though, you know, I have some minor successes, like, you know, fulfilling like personal goals, but I was just looking around and I kind of like went into this zone of like, even, even, even my workout, like why, why, why am I, why do I work out? You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, not not only do I work out, I work out like I'm fucking competing for, like I'm an athlete. Like I'm working out to, to like, like for basic training. Like, actually, I work out harder than we did in basic training. I do way harder. But I, it was just hitting me, you know, just like, what, what is it, like, what is it for? Like, you ever felt like that? You ever get into that groove? Almost the same way when you, you know, when I was working in the cubicle jobs, like you working just to pay the bills. You go to work for what? To pay some fucking bills. And so I was just thinking and I was just like, well, I I know why I do. I know why I do all this stuff. I know why I continue to do all this stuff. Because I I had this questionnaire a while ago that I was going to, I had plans to do these, uh, I wanted to interview like local artists and I had like these seven questions to ask artists, you know, part of a like a, a little, it was like a little photo video project. I wanted to try to do some video, but I didn't want to do like motion, like um, because the D- the camera I have, the DSLR I have, it, it doesn't have autofocus when it comes to video. So it's, it's hard to do video like moving, like if the subject is moving. So I wanted to do like these still video interviews right and i had these questions one of the questions was when you die what did you what do you want your headstone to read and uh and so i it's like i answered my own question when i was looking around it was like i rather if i had a choice between um for my headstone if i had a choice between he did or actually it was like if i if i had a choice to put these words on my headstone, would I would I choose between he conquered and he did? Of course, I would rather have he conquered. But if I had a choice between he did and he tried, I would I would rather have he did. But if the choice is between he tried and what if, I would at least be able to say I tried. So I guess my point being. I don't want to go, I don't want to die, even though when you're dead, it's like, whatever, you know, who who fucking cares, but I don't want to even get to the point to where, you know, I can't do anything, because we're all going to get to the point to where certain things we just can't do, I I just don't want to get to the point to where I'm regretting something, I'm saying, what if, you know, and I can't remember if I told you this story before, like, I, um, when I when I married my wife, like I married her before meeting like her entire family. Like we got married, she hadn't met any of my family. Hey, no, no, that's not right. She met my sister, and I met her sister, and um, and I met her mom, but I hadn't met her dad or her grandparents. I hadn't met her other uh, sister, and when I first met her granddad. You know, he knew I was into photography and stuff. See, this was back then. We got married in 2000. So, you know, we, I mean, just to give you some perspective on how long I've been um, 
doing you know photography and I was doing it before then I actually I think I was into digital by the time 2000 rolled around no actually I was doing both I was shooting medium format film and digital and um so he knew I was you know he, he saw some of my pictures because I brought some there I brought some prints there and if I'm not mistaken I think we were there for a show for an arts and craft show so I had prints and I you know I was giving prints to the family and stuff and uh so he went to the basement and now, now this is a guy that according to you know my wife and and and, and the rest of their her family her granddad is not the guy you know he's old school german guy like he he's like real real old school and here his granddaughter married to a black dude <laughs> you know and so but uh you know i'm, I'm from mississippi so I, i'm not you know uh, I'm, I'm used to old old white people <laughs> having their thoughts, but so he, he and, and I saw that he didn't even talk to you know he didn't, especially to the girls he didn't he don't like real holding the conversation with them he was just like you know you know make sure they're all right everything's going good but um he he went to the basement he brought up these portfolios of tear sheets from all of these like travel magazines. He was just browsing through them, showing me, like just you know, sitting at the table, just me and him. Everybody else was in like the uh, the other room, and it was just me and him at the table. And like I'm the type of person when you're talking about photography or something else that I'm interested in, I can talk, I can talk you into a coma. Like I can talk about this stuff all day, especially when I'm talking talk, talking to someone older. But you know, like general conversation, I just, you know, I'm, I can't, I can't do it. So I can sit there all day. And he was just going through, going through, going through, showing me all these beautiful, like stuff I wear. I, I, I was, it's like I was striving for. You know, this is that time I only did landscape. That's all I did was landscape. And um, and so he was like, "These are yours." He's like, "I never," you know, I can tell just from the conversation we were having. That he had aspirations at one time to to do that to be a photographer, but you know that was old school. And he he uh, you know he worked until he retired, thirty years, taking care of the family, you know, doing what you know doing what he's supposed to do. And then at the end of it, he gave me those portfolios of tear sheets. And then he told me, whatever you do, don't don't ever leave like any regrets when you die or when you get older he's like you you know you into photography and, and then this is an old dude like you know it, it, matter of fact this was the first person to ever tell me that the second person to tell me this was his son my 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 wife's uh dad my father-in-law that was a, he was the second person to tell me this but he nobody had nobody has ever told me this before you know, nobody from where I'm from, nobody has ever told me this. He told me, don't ever leave life to regrets. He said, this is what you want to do. And I didn't, I wasn't even asking for like, you know, what he thought, but I could, I just knew, he knew what I was going through, the conflict, you know, with getting a quote, real job or doing this. And he told me that he was like, this is what you want to do, do it. Just do it. Like don't don't ever let anything stop you from you know from doing this if this is truly what you love to do he said because when you my age is it's, it's done it's over <laughs> you know 
And I was just like, wow. And I didn't tell my wife that for a long time. And she was like shocked. She was like, really? She was shocked that, you know, even, matter of fact, even when we left there, he, um, my, my wife told me, she's like, you know, that's the, I, I've never seen my granddad talk like that. Like, I've never seen him conversate. I've never seen him, him, you know, she was actually surprised that we had that conversation. He like, he, you know, he was like, she, she said the only time she's ever seen him talk that long was about the Green Bay Packers, about football. Now, this is, they, they live in, like, right, right outside, I mean, it's like, um, right along the Wisconsin-Illinois border. That's, you know, so Green Bay is their team. And, uh, and she told me the only time she's ever seen him conversate about anything at length was the Green Bay Packers and weather. <laughs> that was it. And I was like, you know, and I remember that. I like I all I still to this day remember that. And and like I said, the second person that told me that was my 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 father-in-law. He came and then this is another story, you know, he he never traveled. You know, the first one of the first times in ages that he ever left his hometown was to come visit us when we when we bought our the house we live in now. Um, and he told me the same thing. We was out drinking some beers and he told me the same thing. You know, he was like, you know, once you, once you settle, settle, like once you, you know, the family comes and stuff like that, if there's something you truly want to do, you can't, you can't like stop doing it and thinking you're going to come back to it. You know, he said, you can't stop doing it and thinking it'll still be there later. Because you don't, you don't really know that. You don't know if you're gonna be there. You, you don't know if you're gonna be there. You don't know if you know you're gonna have the same opportunities. You just don't know. So it was like, you know, and he was just telling me like there was a lot of regrets he had, a lot of things that he, you know, wish he would have kept to, but you know it was a different time, and you know, and and, and it was like weird that both these guys, you know, uh, a father and a son, told me this, and nobody has ever, nobody in my life has ever told me anything like that. And I and I really appreciated it, man. And when I was when I was down there like this morning when I was just sitting when I was just thinking that's when I thought about that that's that's what got me up. You know, I was like yeah, you know, I was just looking around. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just weird when when you I I don't even know if if nobody in my life had had ever taught me that. Would that be the thing that always bring me back to focus? Cause it is to this day, it it always bring me back to focus. You know those words, and that was like I said, that was from a long, long time ago. You know, about fifteen years ago. That was that was from even, probably even longer than that. But yeah, so you you have to think about that. Think about that. Think about what you want your headstone to read. Like what do you what do you want your gravestone to read? You know what I mean? Like. How do you want to be remembered? You want to be remembered as, uh, and, and that that's not to say you can't just, you know, you can't just work a job, but outside a job, how are you going to leave your legacy? Because I just came to the, I just uh, found out that one of my favorite photographers, um, Jamal Shabazz, was a correctional officer for 20 years. Like all those, if you, if you don't know who he is, you gotta look him up. All those pictures he he created, all of the street photography, LL Cool J, Ron DMC, all these iconic pictures. I mean, of course, this was before they were the 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 uh, you know the legends they are now. 
but he was a correction. He worked at Rikers for 20 years. When I heard, I just found this out in the, uh, the documentary that I uh, listened to, uh, that I watched on Netflix called, um, uh, what was the name of the documentary? Um, uh, some about the streets. We are the streets or everybody's street. That was the name of it. I saw the documentary and then right after I saw the documentary, well, actually that part didn't come in out in the documentary. It was a coincidence that I was look, I was going through these, this old a catalog of old episodes of this one podcast I listened to. And I saw his name. I was like, Oh, he interviewed Jamal Shabazz. So I, um, I listened to it and that's when it came out. Even the interviewer, the interviewer who, who, who's been in photography for like 25, 30 years. He, he was, he didn't know. He was surprised himself. You know what I mean? Cause he, the question came up was like, how did you make an income from this? And he was like, I never sold any of these pictures. That's what uh, Jamal Shabazz was saying. He's like, I never sold any of these pictures. Um, I worked at a correction. I worked as a correctional officer. And that's how I made my money. He like, this stuff was on the side. And I was fucking blown away, man. I was just like, wow. I mean, that that takes some that takes another level. And and uh and ever since then I was like, well, who else, you know, what other legends in any kind of art like held down the side job, but nobody even know know them by that they know you know like a full-time job and i and i uh found out franz kafka um the guy who wrote metamorphosis and some other books he was a like a clerk when he was writing these books or like an insurance adjuster a clerk or something like that and i was just like and i didn't want to go deep into the rabbit hole because i started like well, who else but i was like you know just just let it be known it can be done um and i was like that's that's crazy I, I just remember when I was trying to do it and, and and hold down a job, you know, like a job that had nothing to do with what I was doing. It, it was brutal, man. I mean, it was just, it was just brutal. Even though, even though I was getting like, you know, if, if, if I make the kind of money from photography that I was making at uh, some of the jobs I had, like, you know, just regular nine to five cubicle jobs, I'll be, I'll just be happy with that. You know what I mean? So, but that's it, man. I just wanted to just throw that out there. And again, like, you know, just, you know, everybody want to conquer that goal. But at a minimum, you want to say you did it. And even at a more minimum than that, you want to say you tried. The one thing you don't want to do is, is say, you know, what if, or I should have. That's it, man. This is Tell Us. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk Uncut. Uh, I call this a dispatch. A dispatch. A, you know, a little, uh, a little nugget. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next time.